My name is Jeffrey Burke, and I'm a 40-year veteran of the natural products industry. I'm a naturopathic practitioner, a master herbalist, and the host of the Staying Healthy radio show. My shows air Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. here on 1230 a.m. I bring you relevant topics that we all need to know about and the best guests in the industry who bring the newest up-to-date information to my show. All of the shows stream live every day from 8 to 9 a.m. And for those of you who cannot listen live, you can listen to my podcast at stayhealthylasvegas.com and download the shows on demand. The show is sponsored by Stay Healthy Health Food Store, located at 840 South Rancho Drive on the corner of Rancho and Charleston in the Smiths Plaza. Visit them and see what a full-service local retailer can do for you. They offer exceptional service, the most knowledgeable staff, the highest quality products, and awesome prices. The hours of the store are 9 to 6, Monday through Saturday, closed on Sunday. I look forward to chatting with all of you soon. Stay healthy. Hello and welcome back to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. How are you doing today? I hope you're doing great. I hope it's already starting out to be a wonderful day. If not, I've heard that if you get back in bed and you get up again, the second time it's much better. So I, I, I wish that was true, but uh, it sounds good anyway. So we're going to hope that we are you know, getting to the point where we can start getting healthy, being healthy, and staying healthy, and wanting to enjoy the healthy journey rather than waiting until everything's falling apart and just playing catch up. I think today more people are focusing on their health and well-being. I think they're seeing their practitioners, they're getting their blood work, and they're reaching out for answers because they want to find ways to be able to stay healthy. And not everybody wants to jump into the pharmaceutical realm, although it has its place. There are other things that we can be doing that might just make our world a little bit better and a little bit healthier. So I think we need to make sure that we are doing what we should be doing and we are focusing on what we should be focusing on and I think that having information at our fingertips is one of the best things we can do. Every day on the show Monday through Friday 8 to 9 in the morning I bring you the best guest in the industry the movers the shakers the formulators the educator the scientists the raw product ingredient specialists the company owners I I want you to have every piece of information possible and I hope that everybody will be able to take something away from the show. You know, I, I talked with someone the other day. It was really interesting. She said, you know, I've been listening to you for a long time. And I remembered you mentioned something many, many years ago when I was much younger. And it didn't really apply to me. But I kind of tucked it away, I guess, uh, unknowingly. And all of a sudden, that situation came up. And I remembered that there was something in that arena that you had talked about. So I reached out to them over at Stay Healthy. They said, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's this and this. And she said, I instantly remembered. So we may not need it today. We may not need it tomorrow, but we may need something down the road. So continually educating yourself and me being able to bring you these awesome guests is really priceless. So I, I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. And we get to utilize their great um, intentions, their great education, their great experience. So I hope that you're enjoying them as much as I am and I have for the last four decades. I send you to Stay Healthy Health Food Store because it's awesome. Stay Healthy Health Food Store is your one-stop full-service location for everything health and nutrition, and you'll find them in the same place they've been for the longest period of time at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town & Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right next to Smith's. They are Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade. 
They're awesome. They're a fully packed, full-service store with the best information, the most knowledgeable, educated, relevant, and passionate people to work with, and the best at the best in every category. That's what they're all about. Visit them Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6. They're closed on Sunday. Don't forget to fill out the drawing slip every time you go in for their basket of the month giveaway. These are great baskets. They're from some of their favorite companies. And they value at about $150, but usually much, much more than that. And all you have to do is just fill out the drawing slip every single month. Don't forget about their webpage, newly revamped and updated, stayhealthylasvegas.com. They'd love to partner up with you so that you could actually uh, get alerts to promotions. You could get coupons sent to you. You can get a monthly newsletter. And of course, at the webpage, you can listen to any of the on-demand radio show podcasts that are always there for your listening convenience and pleasure as well. Their phone number 877-2494, 877-2494 for mail order services or for those busy times, which are like right now, they can get your order together so you can swoop in, pick it up and be on your way. Well, one of the troubling categories we have, both men and women, we go to the doctor or we're experiencing some symptoms. And I think one of the most confusing categories relates to thyroid health. And I think it's really, really confusing, but I've got the best of the best here to talk with you today. And I think she's going to bring some amazing clarity, as she always does. My guest today, Cheryl Myers, is here with us. If you have not had the absolute distinct pleasure to hear her in the past, you're going to love this. Let me give you her background, and you're going to see it's extremely amazing what she's done and what she continues to do every day. Cheryl's the Chief of Scientific Affairs for Europharma. She's a healthcare professional with certifications in cancer, pain control, and the issues of aging. She's an expert in dietary supplements and natural medicines, who has been a featured guest on hundreds of radio and television shows. She's been interviewed by the New York Times, Prevention Magazine, the Wall Street Journal. Cheryl's a member of the editorial board of the Natural Medicine Journal, and her own published research has included topics such as menopause, diabetes, sleep disorders, and gastrointestinal function. As an expert educator on natural medicine, Cheryl has been invited to give educational presentations at the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota the Jefferson Mirna Brin Center of Integrative Medicine at Thomas Jefferson University Hospital in Philadelphia, PA, and other healthcare organizations across America. It is my pleasure to bring her to you today, and I hope you're going to enjoy this as much as I always do. Help me welcome my guest. Hey, Cheryl. Hey there. It's so nice to be able to visit. I'm so glad you're here. How was your holiday? It was wonderful. How about you? Short and sweet, short and sweet. <laughs> And I'm back on the road again. I'm calling from Arizona today and then up to Los oh. Angeles tomorrow. And next week, I get to see the white on the ground up in Idaho and Montana. <laughs> so, well, if you ever gonna... want to see white on the ground, we don't have any yet. But Green Bay is pretty good for that whole snow situation. It sure is. Well, I'm glad you're doing well. And thank you so much for being here today. It's always a pleasure. And I know my, my listeners love hearing you. Um, this is an interesting topic today, thyroid. And you know, I, I think there's a lot of confusion. <clears throat> Excuse me. People don't know what the thyroid actually does. I think some people are kind of pigeonholed into maybe one thing that it only works on weight gain. And maybe some clarity would be good today to learn actually what the thyroid is and why we're seeing such an influx of situations going on. Wow. You know, we could almost do a day workshop on that. Uh, this has been, uh, this is this is one of those perfect storms of a lot of things happening in our environment and in our bodies and in our food supply. 
<coughs> excuse me, but that um, that have negatively impacted our thyroid gland. So the thyroid gland's in your neck, the butterfly-shaped organ. It releases thyroid hormone. Now that's a gross simplification, but the important thing to remember is that the thyroid gland is what is responsible for determining, it's a regulator, how quickly we turn fuel, which is the food we eat, into energy. So if you have bountiful amounts of thyroid hormone, you're going to burn that fuel, you're going to have energy, the fuel is going to be turned into energy and not turned into fat. If it's not functioning very well, maybe it's not completely hypothyroid, which is a disease, but maybe you're not making optimal amounts of thyroid hormone, then you're going to burn that fuel more slowly. So you're going to have less energy and more of your calories are going to be turned into fat. So if anybody knows anything about the thyroid gland, they know that it does play a role in regulating our weight by determining how quickly we turn calories into energy. But you got to think that energy is not just to go rollerblading and disco dancing. That energy is for every organ, every cell in the body. So if you don't have cellular energy in your heart, it can affect how your heart works. If you don't have good levels of cellular energy in your brain, your brain cells are not going to fire quite like they ought. It even, you know, your bone cells, every cell in your body needs energy to do its job. Bone metabolism. And so when we look at thyroid hormone and deficient amounts or lower than optimal amounts, it is a silent factor in a lot of major diseases, including major depressive disorder, heart disease, memory impairment and dementia, uh, bone issues with osteoporosis, the list goes on and on. So when you pay attention to your thyroid gland, when you do what sh- whatever you can to help it thrive and be happy and healthy and release optimal amounts of thyroid hormone, then you're going to see not just an improvement in your energy levels, not just the fact that maybe you've stopped gaining weight uh, so rapidly, but it's playing a role in all of these other functions of the body that are crucially important for, um, for longevity. Mm. You know, I, I, I think it's interesting. I think it's quite interesting because I think testosterone is another one of those things that confuses people. And I think sometimes people are locked into thinking that the thyroid only negatively affects women. But that wouldn't be true at all. And I think sometimes a little bit of information can be a dangerous thing. Well, it is true that more women struggle with thyroid disorders than not because... One of the major causes of low thyroid function or out-and-out hypothyroidism is an autoimmune disease, and autoimmune diseases disproportionately affect women. And the reason is kind of cool, uh, even though it's unfortunate. So autoimmune diseases is when your immune system makes a a mistake and it starts to cause damage to the body, attacking it as if it were an enemy when it is not an enemy. So, for example, when you have rheumatoid arthritis, that's an autoimmune disease that attacks the joints. Uh, when you have autoimmune thyroid dysfunction, it's a, the immune system attacking the thyroid and the thyroid hormone. The reason that women have a disproportionate amount of autoimmune diseases, is, this is the general theory, is that because women are more complex than men when it comes to their immune system. Because women are designed to carry an entire human being inside their bodies. And while they're carrying that human being, which often has a different blood type, different kind of skin cells, different genetics, You know, while they're carrying that human being, the immune system cannot attack the baby. So as a result, women have greater flexibility and sophistication 
and their immune system regulation so that they can accommodate getting pregnant, carrying a child, giving birth without the immune system being activated. And that flexibility, unfortunately, the more complex the machine, the more places where it can go wrong. So that's the theory why women have more problems with autoimmune diseases. However, it would be wrong to say that there's no men that struggle with hypo or suboptimal thyroid dysfunction. Uh, there's an enormous number of men. In fact, when we look at synthetic thyroid hormones, uh, one of the brand names is Synthroid. Uh, mm-hmm. It's levothyroxine, synthetic levothyroxine. They, depending on what year you look at over the last decade, that's the number one or two drug prescribed in America. That's ridiculous. What does that say about us when the number of doses, uh, that is the number one or two drug in America because of the fact that so many people are struggling with abnormal thyroid activity? Hmm. You know, it, it, I understand that medications have a place. And I understand that I have a lot of friends, personal friends that I know and people that I know that are here on this planet because of medications. But on the other side of that coin, I know that that's always not the only way to go and not the only route. And sometimes maybe we should try other things before that and make it the caboose and not the engine of the train, you know, and try it lastly. But the thing is, the thing that's still kind of I, I, I just find it, find it, you know, in this day and age, a little bit confusing is why they try to put so many different people coming from so many different backgrounds with so many different lifestyles who have made so many different kinds of choices all on the same medication. And I, I guess I, I kind of understand it, but then I don't. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, um, when we look at the things that can go wrong with the thyroid gland, this is, again, simplifying. But you can have overactive thyroid, which is called hyperthyroidism, where the gas pedal is depressed all the time. Um, It can cause some life-threatening symptoms. It can be really, really difficult. The other direction is called hypo or low-functioning thyroid. That's when you get cold and sluggish and you see skin changes and hair falls out and you just get, you know, you, you start to put on weight even though you're eating like a rabbit. Um, you know, so those are two extremes, the hypo and the hyperthyroid. There's also thyroid cancer, and there's been a 300, 300% increase in the last decade or two in the incidence of thyroid cancer. So more and more people are having their thyroid glands removed. So if they have thyroid cancer, taking out the thyroid gland. Um, if they have severe hyperthyroidism and they can't cure it any other way, then they do what they call an ablation, which is they kill the thyroid gland with radiation therapy. So if, if your thyroid gland is not working anymore, if it's been removed or if it's been ablated, you have to be on thyroid hormone the rest of your life. You have to get thyroid hormone from somewhere. So that's not a case where, hey, let's look at some nutrients and help boost the thyroid activity because there is no activity to boost. So I want to be clear about that. Um, there's synthetic thyroid hormone and there's natural thyroid hormone. Of course, I'm of this world. Um, I much prefer the natural thyroid hormone, but that's something for people to discuss with their doctors. But when we look away from that with people who just have a thyroid gland that's a little sluggish or it's starting to get too low or they're starting to have all of these symptoms, um, then, yeah, there's a lot of nutrient interventions that we can do to help people get healthier, to give the thyroid gland what it needs in order to do its job. So when we look at what is the recipe to make thyroid hormone, well, it's two things. It's iodine, which is a mineral, and it is L-tyrosine, 
which is an amino acid. Now, amino acids are the building blocks of protein. So you get some L-tyrosine in your diet, but not an enormous amount. But that's what the thyroid gland uses to make thyroid hormones. So if we help give the body more of those two nutrients, it makes it much easier for the thyroid gland to have optimal functioning. Now, let me, let me, ask, you another, let me ask you another question. Do you feel that if our thyroids are low, that we always feel the extreme symptoms, or if we're questioning it, is it still always best to have a blood work done and not guess our way through it? Well, I'm always a big one for a clinical investigation to figure out mm. what exactly is going on. However, the most common test used for thyroid is called TSH, thyroid stimulating hormone. It's supposed to be a screening test. It's, people use it as a diagnostic test. TSH is a hormone that your pituitary gland makes. So if your thyroid's not making enough hormone, uh, enough thyroid hormone, the pituitary gland gets out its whip and says, hey there, thyroid gland, kick it up a notch. You know, you got to go do more. And so as the TSH goes up, it means your thyroid function is theoretically lower. If the TSH is low, um, that means that it doesn't have to crack the whip and the thyroid gland's making plenty of thyroid hormone. So it's not exactly the most accurate test. There's things that can interfere with it. There's things that can happen physiologically. There's problems with the pituitary gland. Lots of things that can happen. So many integrative practitioners say treat the, treat the patient, not the numbers. So if, the t if a person has all of the symptoms of low thyroid function, uh, which we'll go over them again, weight gain, fatigue, slower thinking, sometimes rough skin, hair loss, the Mr. Spock syndrome, remember Mr. Spock from Star Trek? Uh, the Mr. Spock syndrome is your mm -hmm. eyebrows go up, but they don't come, out, come down again. So you have the pointy eyebrows because you've lost the outer third of your eyebrow. These are pretty classic signs of low thyroid function. If you're having those symptoms, even if the TSH is normal, they need to do more. And the next step is to look at the actual amount of thyroid hormones that are in your body. That's called the T4 and T3. T4 is the storage form or the inactive form. T3 is the active form. So they need to assess how much actual thyroid hormones in your body. If you're having all these symptoms and the T4 and the T3 are pretty normal, you still have to keep looking because two couple of different things could be happening. Number one, maybe the T, there's a problem in the body that the T4, the storage form, is not converting into the active form. And the other is that you could be having an antibody response and, uh, that is destroying some of the thyroid hormone. So, you know, it's just a process of you never quit, you never quit, you keep looking until you figure out what's going on with somebody. And once you figure that out, um, as I said, there's things that absolutely we can do to help. You know, I have been recommending your products for the thyroid for, for a, a while. And even as I travel around the country, I, I think they're the best thyroid products on the market in the industry. And I, and, I, and I like that not only because of the way they're formulated, but I have seen and heard and been notified of the results from people all over the country with these products. And, you know, my question is before we get into those, and then I would love to dive into them, is... And this just came in. It says, I'm already on medication. I've been on it for a very long time. It's it's almost like air to me. I've been taking it so long. My doctor refuses to make any changes, but I still don't feel great. And he says, well, you have to take it. My question is, I hear you talking right now. Can natural products be used if you're already on something like Synthroid for a long time? 
Well, I always tell people you need uh-huh. to talk to your prescribing physician. Mm-hmm. You need to bring him or her into the loop because the best outcomes occur when everybody on the team is pulling in the same direction. Yeah. Now, that said, uh, we are not aware of any reason why using a mineral, iodine, and an amino acid, L-tyrosine, will interfere with the way synthetic thyroid hormone or even natural thyroid hormone works in the body. The only thing that might be something your doctor would want to monitor is if you kick up your thyroid glandular function, do you still need that amount of thyroid hormone? So, but that's something for you and your doctor to work on. So we're not aware of any negative implications, but always, always, always talk to your doctor and figure out if that's something that you can try and be monitored and see how it works for you. So let's jump in. Let's let's start with the thyroid care because um, I'd like to get that. I'd like to hit the plus, and I'd also like to talk about the triiodine if we can get them in. Who is a candidate, and should we ever think about this preventively, or should we use it if we know that there's a situation at hand or one looming under the surface? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to back up just a little bit because you okay. asked about should we use this prophylactically, preventatively. Yes, ma'am. <clears throat> Every, I think virtually everyone needs some iodine, and I'll tell you why. So crops are being grown in soil that is has less and less iodine in it. So your crops absorb some of the iodine from the soil, but if there's no iodine in the soil, you're not going to have crops that are replete with iodine. Additionally, the kinds of monocultures that we're using in agriculture, meaning that we grow one type of one plant, the one that grows the fastest, or the ones that's the most resistant to disease. Well, when you do that, you, you, you know, if it's the one that grows the fastest and reaches maturity the fastest, it may mean that it isn't in the ground as long and it's not absorbing as many of the nutrients as we need. It is estimated by researchers that in our American diet today, we have less than 50% of the iodine that we had in, even in the 1970s, early 1980s. Now, a lot of people believe they get plenty of iodine from salt because they think salt has lots and lots of iodine in it. Iodine is added to salt because back in the 30s and 40s, people were developing severe iodine deficiency in the Midwest. The richest source of iodine is sea vegetables and the sea creatures that eat the sea vegetables, so seafood. In the 1930s, if you lived in Chicago, if you lived in Iowa, you're not going to get very many sea vegetables or seafood, right? So they were having this epidemic of people getting goiter. Goiter is a huge enlargement under the chin. looks like a, like a, a little ball under the skin, underneath the chin and the throat. Uh, and goiter is a sign of is the deficiency disease caused by lack of iodine. So they, these researchers and these scientists of the day thought, how are we going to get more iodine into people? Well, they did start a program for grade schoolers where they would give kids chewable iodine tablets every day. But aside from that, they said, let's put iodine in something that everybody uses, and they decided on salt. So they added iodine to salt. That's why some salt says iodized on it. It's got iodine in it. So that's what they did to help with goiter. So, yes, we don't see much in the way of goiter today. We don't see severe iodine deficiency. But the fact that we've got enough to prevent the deficiency syndrome does not mean that we're seeing optimal levels. You know, that it's not... You know, when we look at how nutrients work in our body, it's not black and white. It's not like, well, if I eat one cup of spinach a day, um, I'm going to be perfect and healthy and happy, but if I only eat half a cup, nothing happens. You know, it's always a spectrum. 
So when we look at how iodine works in our body, getting a little bit on board to, to, to prevent a deficiency syndrome, awesome. But is it the amount that we need to have those optimal levels for our best functioning? Probably not. Now, in addition to that, iodine has enemies. So do you remember the periodic table from school? It looked like a giant crossword puzzle. Of course. Yeah, so the iodine is, is an element. And so iodine is in a family of compounds. And it's like if you look at, at a periodic table, it looks a little bit like a crossword puzzle. It looks, you know, if you look at like nine down uh, on your crossword puzzle, there's five members of that family. There's fluoride and fluorine chlorides and chlorines, bromines, bromides, and acetine, and iodine. So there's these five elements that are all cousins to each other. So iodine is health-giving, life-giving. You can't live without iodine. You will die if you don't have iodine. But the other four are all carcinogenic. They cause cellular damage. They cause lots of problems. Well, how much more fluoride is in our world today? How much more chlorine is in our world today? Bromines and bromides. You know, a lot of people may not have heard of those, but... They put bromides in flowers, in flour, <coughs> I'm sorry, cooking flour, and many of them in, as a dough conditioner. So it's called brominated flour. I, I give a, I don't work for King Arthur, but I got to mention King Arthur has some flour that is non-brominated, and that's the only flour that I use. There's brominated vegetable oil in citrus soft drinks in order to give it a certain kind of mouthfeel. So you've got all these competitors that are going up, up, up at the same time when iodine in our food is going down, down, down. Now, the competitors to iodine, iodine's enemies, attach to the cells on the chair. You know, there's all of our cells has a chair that's perfectly made just for iodine to sit in, except for its cousins that look enough like iodine that they can squeeze into that chair. So if you have bromide or chlorine sitting in the chair, iodine can't sit in that chair. So you get less iodine connection to the cells. So the barriers... So optimal iodine in the body is the fact that we've got more and more of the bad guys and less and less of the good guys. And parallel to that, as I mentioned earlier, we've got thyroid cancer that's tripled, gone up 300% in the last couple of decades. Synthroid is one of the top uh, prescribed drugs. Uh, iodine status has fallen to less than 50% of what it was in the 1970s. It's just, it's just as I said, a perfect storm. So that's a very long way to answer. Yes, I believe everybody could use some supplemental iodine in their, di- in their diet, either a really quality multivitamin and mineral formula that has adequate amounts of, mil- of iodine. Not everybody, though, if you're young and you're healthy and you're vigorous and you're not having any of these issues, you don't necessarily need medicinal levels of iodine or iodine that's designed to give an overabundance to the thyroid gland so it has an easier time making thyroid hormones. That was perfect. Thank you for that. That just that provides a lot of clarity, and 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 I do uh, really appreciate that. You know, and and I think once we have a better understanding, you know, we understand a little bit more about the thyroid, a little bit more about the situation and the environment, you know, and the status of where we are in this world right now. I mean, exactly what things are going on, and all the things that we come in contact with every single day. These are all factors that add up to these either abundance or deficiencies in our world. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, that's why when we look at the thyroid function, um, we have a product called Thyroid Care. It's a very strong product. Um, It contains iodine in three forms. 
they might ask, <coughs> excuse me, why do we need iodine in three different forms? Well, all iodine goes everywhere and does everything. So, you know, every cell in the body has an iodine receptor. However, there are certain forms of iodine that some systems like better than others. So our thyroid gland loves potassium iodide. Our, our, our hormonally active tissue, breast tissue, prostate tissue, loves molecular iodine. There's a form of iodine called sodium iodide that's the most valuable form, and it boosts the absorption of the other forms of iodine. So when we look at thyroid care, there's a triple, there's three forms of iodine in there. There's also the amino acid L-tyrosine. <coughs> Excuse me. So this is one of the rare instances. I'm always asked, should I take products with food, without food? Most of the time I recommend people take their supplements with food so that they remember to take their supplements. And I believe that there's factors in food that might boost absorption a little bit. This is a different one. This one you should take on an empty stomach because it's been found that L-tyrosine works better when it's not competing with the other amino acids that you would have in your food. So an empty stomach means a half hour before you eat or two hours after you eat. So we have the thyroid care, and then there's we do have a thyroid care plus. The plus, so you've got the same, you know, you've got the iodine and the selenium. I'm sorry, the iodine and the L-tyrosine but you also have the mineral selenium. Now, selenium is not part of the recipe to make thyroid hormone. However, remember when I said that the thyroid hormone is in the form of T4 and then it gets converted to D3? So it's the inactive form, T4, gets converted to the active form, T3. Well, the mineral that is most required by the body to do that conversion is selenium. And a lot of people struggle with having an adequate selenium intake. So that's why the Thyroid Care Plus is not only does it have both the ingredients for the recipe for your thyroid gland to make thyroid hormone, it also includes a mineral that's crucial for the conversion of T4 into T3 or inactive into the active form. Hmm. Okay. Um, somebody just chimed in. She says, I was on thyroid medication when I was very overweight. I lost all the weight, and then my doctor took me off the thyroid medication three months ago. He has me keeping him up to date, but the problem is I feel miserable, and I'm experiencing all the same symptoms I had when I was overweight with a thyroid problem. He says that my test is showing that I'm in range, but I feel terrible. Here's my question. As I'm listening to Cheryl, I'm wondering, is it okay if I had a history of being on medication and was taken off of it? because the doctor felt I didn't need it if I could use something on the natural side because I don't feel good at all. Well, you know, I hate ranges. And I hate because you should be looking at it as a spectrum, and they don't. They look at it as either you're negative or positive, or either you're um, normal or abnormal. So let's say that your bank charges you, gives you an overdraft if you drop below $10 in your balance. But if you're at $11, um, you're fine. Well, you know, is there any difference between a person who has $11 in the bank and $5,000 in the bank? So, you know, it may be that you're in the, quote, normal range. Does that mean you're in the optimal range? And I would continue to look. <coughs> if you're having symptoms, are you in the low end of normal? Are you at the high end of normal? Did they go beyond the TSH and look at the actual thyroid hormones that are in your body? Are you having any conversion issues from T4 to T3? 
But that's just an aside to keep investigating, keep looking, keep trying to figure out what's going on. I will also say something that's a little bit depressing, but if you've been on thyroid hormone for a long time, you've kind of told your thyroid gland, hey, you don't need to make so much because there's so much already here. So the thyroid gland can slow down when you take thyroid hormone. Now, if your doctor tells you you need to take it, you need to take it. But I'm just saying that if you've been on it for a long time, it may be that your thyroid <coughs> is a little bit sluggish because it hasn't had to step up because there was already plenty of thyroid hormone floating around. So I would still continue to have that conversation with your doctor. But yes, as far as is there any contraindication, we're not aware of any contraindication with using one of the thyroid care formulas. You'd probably want to go with the plus because you don't know for sure if you're converting the T4 to the T3 correctly. But, um, you know, there's, there's no reason that, that I'm aware of that you could not use these to see if it doesn't improve some of your symptoms. Another question just came in. It says, how do you know that your thyroid levels are coming back to a healthy range? Is it something you feel or is it only detected by blood work? Ooh, good question. Yeah, that's great because, you know, there's a lot of blood work that you don't feel any difference. Like if your cholesterol is low or high or somewhere in between, you don't feel any different, you know. Um, so there's a lot of lab tests that you have to get really out of whack before you see it, feel something different. Thyroid gland um, is, is kind of an exception because you will feel, if your thyroid gland is low, you will feel it. You will feel tired, uh, sleepy, sluggish, uh, often cold, intolerant of cold, or you're feeling chilly when everybody around you says, it's not cold in here. Um, you start to experience hair loss, um, loss of the outer third of the eyebrow. Um, there's just lots of slow thinking, sometimes depression. It's estimated that up to a third, make perhaps more, of individuals that are struggling with major depressive disorder have an underlying suboptimal thyroid level that's contributing to it. Now, if it comes back into normal, uh, and you might be sleeping all the time too, <coughs> excuse me, as it comes back more to normal, you have more energy. The hair loss um, plateaus, or maybe even if you're fortunate, reverses. Um, you have quicker thinking. You're not sleeping so much. You don't need to take a nap every afternoon. If it starts to get too high, if you're supplementing and your thyroid gland loves it, loves it, and maybe starts to produce a lot of thyroid hormone, you can feel a little jittery. You can have trouble sleeping at night. Um, so, you know, those are just, it's just different ends of the energy spectrum. And if you experience that, <clears throat> you just need to taper off and get to a place where you're comfortable. Okay, I like that. Now, when I'm looking at the two products, I'm looking at Thyroid Care and I'm looking at Thyroid Care Plus. And I've seen people in stores and they've got one in each hand and they're like, uh, where do I go? How do I know where to go? How do I know where to start? And their head starts spinning around like the exorcist. So um, mm -hmm. where, do, where do they go and how can you help them make a decision? Well, there, you know, a lot of people just like to start out with plus because they don't know what's going on and they want to mm -hmm. cover more bases. Um, if you know that your issue is your, your thyroid gland is low, it, maybe it's in the normal range, but it's low normal, and you're experiencing symptoms, you likely need thyroid care. If your n numbers are somewhat low, or maybe they're medium or high, and you're still not feeling it, you're still having all these symptoms, um, you might need thyroid care plus because maybe it's not just a matter of thyroid hormone production, but thyroid hormone conversion. 
So there's no easy way, and it's not going to hurt you to take one versus the other. If somebody starts with thyroid care and they're two months in and they're not feeling any difference, I'd switch over to the plus. I think that probably is um, probably the best explanation I've heard. And, you know, I, I think with me, I mean, a lot of people think that, you know, more is always better, but thyroid care is not more, it's different. Mm -hmm. And it's coming from a different angle, but it's coming from a wider field of vision, if you will. You know, if you're kind of pigeonholed and you're only fa facing a certain direction, but you can bring something in that opens up your peripheral vision and gives you a little bit of a wider support. I mean, to me, that just makes more sense. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, the Thyroid Care Plus does have the same amount of iodine and, and L-tyrosine and the same forms that you get in thyroid care. So you're not missing out on anything. It just has the extra ingredient. So so here's a question. You know, today's world, you know, I can't tell you how many times, and I know it's happened to you, where you're having a lecture and everybody's like, well, I have a problem that's worse than anybody else. I need to take twice as much. Hmm. Is, is it based on age or weight or sex? Or do people, should they follow the recommended um, dosage? And how do they know if they may need to increase it or do they not? Well, there's a lot of personal preference there. And it's not always mm -hmm. the size of the person. It's not always the gender of the person. It's, it's not always the age of the person. People have this annoying habit of being ridiculously unique. And so you might have some tiny person that needs a <laughs> higher dose than the, than the big football player, right? So... Um, it, you have to kind of listen to your body and, and listen to it and observe how you feel. So the dosage to start out with either of the thyroid cares is one to two capsules daily. Most people, I say, unless they're really, really suffering, like they're sluggish or sleeping 12 hours a day, they're miserable, most people, if they're there, I say, go, go ahead and start with two capsules in the morning on an empty stomach, see how you're feeling. But most people, if they're just a little suboptimal and they want to explore improving their thyroid, Start with one capsule a day. After three or four weeks, if you're not seeing any difference, go up to two capsules a day. But you don't usually need to make a dose. Now, there is a doctor, Dr. David Brownstein, who's written a book called Iodine, Why You Need It, Why You Can't Live Without It. He has a, a practice. He's a medical doctor in Michigan. I believe he's outside in the suburbs of Detroit somewhere. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, he has, has, a, has, has gained a lot of attention for using iodine medicinally for a variety of different issues, which we'll talk about later, but not beyond thyroid. And um, in his practice, he recommends very high levels of iodine, like 40 or 50 milligrams a day for two months in order to flush out all the competitors, you know, the chlorines and the bromides, the this and the that, and then drop down to uh, a lower dosage daily going forward. Some people don't feel good when they do that because when you push those compounds, especially bromines and bromides, out of your body, your body feels it. And one of the biggest things I hear from folks is their skin gets itchy because bromines and bromides are excreted via our perspiration, via our sweat. So their arms get itchy or they may even get a little rashy, and then they think they're having an allergic reaction when, in fact, it's just pushing all those bromides out of the body. So I have mixed feelings about people doing that that whole iodine detox before they start. Um, and if you're going to do that, it'd be great if you're working with an integrative practitioner. I think for most people, the dosage that's in the product is just fine to start with and then adjust it up a little bit or down a little bit, depending on how you feel. 
This, this is interesting. It says, hey, Jeff, um, I know I contacted you last week and you alerted me what the topic was going to be today. Um, we've been waiting for a show on this. I'm sitting with my women's group right now, and there's 20 of us. And seven of us are on medication, but we have talked about thyroid before. Um, I went to the store and picked up all three products so I could show it to them, and we're listening. My question is, when do you bring the triiodine in, and how do you know when to add that, or is that a separate issue completely? Ooh, thank wow, you, what, a wonder, what a wonderful question, and good for you women that are in this women's group that are uh, focusing on your health and taking proactive steps to make things better. But triiodine is not something I generally recommend to people for thyroid issues. Because remember, the recipe for thyroid hormone is iodine plus um, L-tyrosine, which is an amino acid. So that's what you get in thyroid care. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> triiodine is used for things usually other than thyroid in the body. So, for example, if your thyroid gland is no longer functional, if your thyroid gland's been removed, if it's been ablated, do you still need iodine? Absolutely. But you don't need the recipe because your, your, your cook isn't able to make it, right? So triiodine is perfect for individuals who don't have thyroid function because they still need iodine supplementation. There are also a lot of different problems that respond to iodine that don't have anything necessarily to do with, the, uh, with our thyroid function. For example, um, fibrocystic breast disease. Um, you know, there's some great research on using um, iodine to help women that are struggling with that. Uh, breast cancer, uterine cancer, prostate cancer. There's some great research looking at how our iodine levels in our body impact or play a role in how our body deals with abnormal cells. There's some studies that show that iodine reduces the impact of external estrogens on breast cells. That means that, for example... If you've got a water bottle that has BPA, bisphenol A in it, that's a xenoestrogen, foreign estrogen. It looks like estrogen to the body. That's why BPA plastics are associated with breast cancer because breast cancer cells are very sensitive, are easily triggered by <clears throat> anything that looks the least little bit like estrogen. And if that cell is broken, then you're going to encourage the replication of a broken cell, and next thing you know, you're dealing with breast cancer. There's some interesting research that shows that iodine modulates that response. So it shields the breast cell somewhat from the negative messaging that it gets from the fake estrogens that are in the environment. So it means it, it might play a protective role. Um, people with chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia often have a symptom called brain fog, where they just have, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's not a change in their intelligence, it's just they have trouble with focusing and keeping thoughts, you know, or new facts in their head, uh, brain fog can be very troubling. Well, there's some interesting research that iodine can play a big role in helping people that are struggling with the symptom of brain fog to have more clear thinking. So there's lots of different ways a person might use iodine that aren't necessarily thyroid-related. So our tri-iodine product, tri for triple or three, is the same kind of situation. It's the three forms of iodine. It's the potassium iodide the molecular iodine, the sodium iodide, it's available in a wide variety of dosages so you can titrate or adjust those dosages more to fit your particular, uh, what's going on with you particularly. I, I'm never, I usually don't say never 
but I almost never would suggest that you take triiodine along with thyroid care because it's too much duplication. You know, thyroid care is pretty complete within itself and thyroid care plus and very, very targeted to helping the thyroid gland be stronger, healthier, and more productive. Triiodine is for what you use for everything else. You know, this is interesting. It says, Jeff, you recommended this product to me a long time ago, and I shared it with my doctor. The doctor thought it was a great idea. It has been remarkably different. I started a Mediterranean diet and exercise. I've dropped weight. My hair has grown back. My skin is better. My mood is better. And I've never looked back. So I hope people will keep this product in mind because it has and does and will make a difference. Thank you for your show. You're welcome. That's so nice to hear that. You know, <clears throat> with triiodine, there's a, an issue that some young women deal with, with infertility. So if you are a, a woman that's trying to get pregnant, you may be on the program where you take your, your temperature every morning before you get out of bed because your body temperature goes up right before you ovulate or right when you ovulate. So you can predict ovulation by taking your temperature in the morning before you get out of bed. Um, the problem is that some women... Don't well, and the reason the body does that is the body's temperature goes up because if you're going to release an egg, you have, an, have to have a nice, warm little nest, right, for your little birdie to grow. So you need to have that temperature boost, or you're not going to ovulate. Some women they have a metabolic rate that's just low enough. They may not be, you know, their hair may not be falling out. They may not be freezing every time they you go outside. Um, it, but it's not. They're not quite doing that bump to get the ovulation. So <clears throat> I have often told women to talk to their doctor about using triiodine to boost their base basic metabolism, their BMR, to boost it just a little bit so that their body gets warmer, and then when it's supposed to ovulate, it actually gets to the temperature needed to trigger the egg release from the ovary. So I'm not going to, I would never pitch this as some kind of an infertility panacea, but it is certainly an avenue to explore. If you're a woman that carries a little bit of extra weight, that has ter- usually women that are suboptimal thyroid function have really miserable menstrual cycles um, where they are irregular and sometimes very heavy. Um, you know, if some of these patterns fit and you're having trouble with fertility, it might be something to discuss with your doctor. If you boost your metabolic rate just a little bit, uh, would it be more? Would you have more regular ovulation? Hmm. Well, you know what I. This is great. I can't believe all this good information. And, you know, and, and I wanted the men to hear this as well, you know, because this is not just a, a women's issue, you know, and sometimes we we think things are based on sex, but, you know, not always. Some things are. Mm-hmm. So, so I appreciate the clarity. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, um, you know, we, iodine, uh, our, our thyroid hormone that our body makes also plays a role in how our sex hormones are produced and how many of them are produced. So sometimes men will think they have a low testosterone issue when in fact they might have a suboptimal thyroid function issue that's influencing how their testosterone is made. Mm, okay. You know, I, I think one thing that, I, that I've learned, you know, from um, keeping my mind open a little bit is that 
the value of information has changed dramatically within my career, obviously yours as well. I mean, the way that we look at things is different. The available information, the testing, the studies have all changed dramatically. And, you know, we, I don't know about you, but I mean, I feel like I'm writing everything in pencil these days because I got tired of scratching things out in pen because things change and values and ideas and studies and everything is perpetually changing. So we need to be flexible, you know, like a willow tree and not so rigid an oak tree and realize that some things will change. That's for sure. You know, mm-hmm. um, one thing that I've dealt with is that when, and this is something we should probably discuss, when people first start iodine, their body's not used to it. Their body is, you know, we haven't been getting very much from our diet, and so iodine has to be carried around in a taxi cab. So your body has to make those taxi cabs, and when you first start, your body's going to go into a little bit of an overdrive to try to get enough taxi cabs made to carry the iodine around. Once it gets used to the new level of iodine, everything's hunky-dory. But to start with, it's going to try to get, uh, it's going to jump into overdrive in order to make enough taxi cabs to accommodate the volume of iodine coming in. The reason I say this, you're not going to feel anything negative, but it affects one of the thyroid tests. It will cause an artificial increase in that TSH, thyroid stimulating hormone, because the process by which the body makes taxicabs to carry iodine impacts TSH levels in the body. So you'll get a false reading for a couple months after you start triiodine or start thyroid care. And I've had people say, my doctor was on board, and then three weeks in they did a TSH and it was going up, and he said, oh, my God, we have to stop immediately. Um, <coughs> no. The TSH going up is not a sign that something bad is happening. It's just your body trying to get used to the new level of iodine. It does not alter the thyroid hormone testing. So if somebody is concerned because their TSH has gone up a little after they've started an iodine product, do the T3 and T4. Look at how much actual thyroid hormone is there. If those numbers are dropping, that's the only time that you need to be concerned. Wow. Well, we're at that time. I could, we could talk all day. I would love for you to leave everybody with um, Cheryl's thought or tip for the day. It could be on anything you like. Hmm. Well, you know, we're talking about thyroid function, and I cannot tell you uh, how hard it is nowadays to really address thyroid function because people are so reliant on the TSH blood test. And I am not saying it's without value. I'm just saying keep pushing. I've talked to women that have had every single classic symptom of hypothyroidism or suboptimal thyroid function. And they go in and the test is barely normal and then they don't get any help. So you you know you're gonna have to be your own best advocate and say, I you know, if the TSH is normal, I still have these symptoms, I would like to know what my actual thyroid hormone levels are. I would like to know if I have any um, autoimmune issues going on that might be interfering with how my thyroid work, works because it's miserable. It's just miserable to be low thyroid. And I've talked to men and women who, who have just, just told me really sad stories about the way that it interferes with the, the things that they enjoy in their lives or interfered with their ability to work or interfered with relationships because of low energy levels or, or you know, other uh, slowing down with the thinking or low mood all the time. And I just think that there's so much more we can do to help people get back to where their bodies should be. I want to thank you so much for being here today. I wish you and yours a wonderful, wonderful December and holiday season. And I look forward to next year for 
brand new shows and uh, great information coming from you because that's what we always get. I thank you. Thank you so much. And I wish everyone in our listening audience today, uh, whatever holiday you celebrate, I hope it is the best ever. And I look forward to talking to you all again in the new year. Thanks, Cheryl. Have a wonderful day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye now. My guest today, Cheryl Myers, representing Terry Naturally. I told you, isn't she fantastic? She's so good and makes it so easy to understand. Remember, all of the products from Terry Naturally, everyday low priced, are at Stay Healthy Health Food Store. Today, we talked about the Thyroid Care, the Thyroid Care Plus, and we also did touch on the Tri-Iodine. Uh, but those products, just three of an incredible lineup of products from Terry Naturally. Head over to Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas's oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Valley. Not only do you have a fully packed full service store with the best of the best in every category, but you have a warm, comfortable, reliable, helpful, uh, educational uh, place to go for your health and well-being. You should be able to go somewhere where you can have an open dialogue and constructive, passionate conversation and get your questions answered and take out the misinformation and give you better clarity. That is what Stay Healthy is all about. That's why they're in their fourth decade. That's why they're Las Vegas's oldest independent health food retailer. You'll find them at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right next to Smith's. You can call them at 877-2494-877-2494 for mail order uh, services and what's available. You can also, everybody's busy, you need your stuff, tell them what you need. They'll get it all together, round it up for you, and when you run in, you can pick it up and be on your way, but that way you don't run out of what you need. 877-2494-877-2494. Don't forget about their newly revamped webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. Enter your email address, partner up with the store. Uh, it'll allow you to get alerts for specials and coupons and newsletters, stayhealthylasvegas.com. And you can also listen to any of the on-demand broadcasts that are always there of the radio show. Don't forget, fill out the drawing slip at the store for the basket of the month giveaway from some of their favorite companies. Um, never know, it might be your month to win. Remember, Terry Naturally Products, check them out today. Have an awesome day, everybody. Be well. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Remember to tune in Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. for the most up-to-date, relevant information on your health and well-being with the best guest in the industry, helping us all to get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy. For your convenience, podcasts of the show are available at stayhealthylasvegas.com. Make sure to visit Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas's oldest independent health food retailer. The store hours, Monday through Saturday from 9 to 6 p.m., closed on Sunday. Stay Healthy provides exceptional service and outstanding knowledge every day. I hope to talk with all of you soon. Stay healthy.